Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Tuesday Night Jaw. Jaw. Hello, you lovely lot, and welcome to this week's edition of Tuesday Night I'm your host, Bozzers. How's it going? Welcome to Tuesday Night Jaw. Hiya, Bab. How's it going? Welcome to Tuesday Night Jaw. <laughs> what do you think of our new entrance music? <laughs> I'm going to call it entrance music because that's the closest I'm ever going to get to having entrance music in my whole flipping life. My new opening jingle, what did you think? When you first heard it, did you go, uh, is Jim Smallman back? No, sorry, (laughs) you are still stuck with me. If you're a returning listener, hello and welcome back. I'm really glad that you would join me. And if you're a new listener, what's up? Hello, I'm Bozzers and I'm super delighted that you would join me. Today's episode of Tuesday Night Jaw is action-packed. Now we've got this new format, it's going to be ever-changing, it's never going to be the same two weeks in a row, but I wanted to kick off really with a sort of statement of intent that I'm not messing around, yo. And so my my guest on today's show is Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Drew McIntyre, I shot my shot and I was like, look, SummerSlam's on Sunday, Drew McIntyre's going to be defending his WWE Championship against Randy Orton. Should we just ask the question and see if he'll sit down and have a chat? And he did. So that's my guest on today's episode. It's not my only guest, but a little bit more about that shortly. Now, because I'm a new host, I know that some people have got questions about who the hell I am or whatever. And so I don't want to do a big Q&A on the podcast, honestly. I want to keep it all really wrestling focused. But I did ask you guys over on Instagram, I'm at Bozzers there, if you had any questions for me, because I know that maybe you'd like to get to know me a little bit. And um, somebody asked me about my favourite All Japan wrestler. Now, I don't know a great deal about All Japan, to be honest, and that's why I'm hoping that you guys will be able to help. Ewan did send me a match. It was Stan Hansen and the Big Boss Man versus Kenta Kabashi and Misawa, which was obviously wicked as hell i really enjoyed it but it made me think that i want to make sure that you guys are like involved and that you can tell me stuff that i don't know matches that i haven't seen wrestlers that i don't know that i need to look into and that maybe i can give you guys some information such as what it was like when drew mcintyre first met uh 
Vince McMahon at catering. So, in the interest of a bit of a give and take, you can always catch me on Twitter. I'm at Bozzers there. You can always email me. That's TuesdayNightJaw at Bozzers.co.uk. Again, you can send me tweets. You can get me on Instagram. But what kind of magazine show would it be if I didn't have a phone number for you to call in? <laughs> so I want you to send me a message now. The Tuesday Night Jaw phone is WhatsApp only, so you can only catch me on WhatsApp there. What I'm hoping is that you guys send me voice notes to my mailbag, and then next week, and in the future coming weeks, we'll open the mailbag, listen to some voice notes, hear from you guys, and have a bit of a flipping conversation about good wrestling, so, and bad wrestling. You know, I'm not, I'm trying to keep it a positive podcast, but I like bad matches. I like to see bad matches, as long as there's no horrible injuries. But, yes, WhatsApp. Catch me on WhatsApp. If you want to create me a jingle for this, like proper live and kick in, then I'd love to hear it. But my number there is 07882005803. That's 07882005803. I don't know. We need to work on a flipping jingle, but you can catch me there. Leave me. uh, Don't leave me pictures. Don't leave me anything dodgy. I don't want any of that. I'm going to get a dude to check over that phone and make sure that there's nothing in there that I don't want to see. So be nice, be polite, send me over any links to wrestling that you want me to see. I'm happy to have a look at them, but predominantly send me voice notes. Let me know what you think of the interview with Drew. Let me know what you think about today's episode. Let me know what you want to see from Tuesday Night Joy in the future. Say hi to you flipping nan. I don't know. Send me your voice notes and you could appear on next week's mailbag But for now, I'm going to start this action-packed episode. Drew McIntyre's not my only guest this week, so I'm going to kick things off with a chat with Aaliyah James. If you don't know Aaliyah James, she's a 22-year-old wrestler based out of Essex. She's wrestled for Schadenfreude and Friends, RevPro, Riptide. She's a badass, and judging by her social medias, she's not slowing down while lockdown has been happening. She is shredded and she's ready and I can't wait to see what's going to happen with Aaliyah James so I had to get her on the podcast to have a chat I know that Brit Bressie's stopped at the minute and rightly so but I don't want to forget all of the young up-and-comers that are bringing cool shit and she's up and come I mean she's banging on the door of success isn't she she's 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 there but if you haven't heard of Aaliyah James stick around find out a little bit more about her and then you've got something to go and research afterwards so I'll get into that my first interview Aaliyah James Tuesday night jaw okay Aaliyah James welcome to Tuesday night jaw how's it going it's going really well, thank you. I'm just trying to deal with the heat at the moment, <laughs> and that's <is> good. <laughs> good, good. How long have you been a wrestler now? So, I mean, I started training in 2017, so that's when I very first started. Mm. Um, I trained for about a year, a year and a bit, and then I, I kind of stopped for a little bit, and then I started properly again, um, like kind of March last year, and I've just been going properly from then till now. And you really have been going because... You, you you hit before lockdown happened you hit quite a few big promotions i know you did you did a riptide show didn't you and obviously you're on rev pro shows now um yeah what what i mean how would you describe that because that's that's a pretty upward trajectory right it's it, as it has it been a bit crazy to be fair it kind of i feel like it, i blinked and it all happened like i was just doing my first show and then literally a few months later i'm like 
getting asked to do like schadenfreude and things like that and i was literally just caught off guard and i just thought i either do it and just wing it or i just don't do it at all <laughs> and i just wait wait a few months but i just think when the opportunity comes you kind of just have to take it yeah i completely agree it's quite nice it's sort of like just fake it till you make it right if people are gonna yeah gonna <laughs> say that you're good enough then what who are you to say that you're not <laughs> yeah like loads of me just wanted to be like no i'm not ready i'm not ready what do you mean but then i just thought no i just gotta trust them if they trust me then i trust me <laughs> yeah gosh what an incredible experience that must have been because what inspired you to take up wrestling in the first place was it, is it something that you've been into forever or is it like a later a later endeavor it's weird because I I watched it a lot when I was younger. So I mainly watched it when I was about ten, mm. um, with my, my sisters and, th- and stuff like that. And I used to go to um, to Butlins. They used to do the WWE shows, the tours, and um, I went to a few of those when I was younger. And I just thought, oh yes, I really want to do it. But I never thought you you could in this country. I didn't even hear of anything that you could do. So I kind of just put it to the back of my mind, did nothing, and then. My sister actually is the one that found it because she like loves wrestling as well. Oh, and okay. then she was like, "Do you want to come along?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course I do." And then like she she um, did it for a while, and then she kind of stopped. But I just continued from then. <laughs> Excellent. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Twenty-two. And have you, is it your older sister? Yeah, my sister's twenty-seven. Oh, lovely. So you sort of got to. Did you get to do some like sparring? Yeah. So when we when we trained, we trained a lot together. Had a few like in in training matches that was fun yeah she um she really did enjoy it but i think you know some some people they they find other things that they want to do instead and i just thought oh i'm gonna i'm gonna carry on (laughs) and i can't believe that you just you know persevered with it and then it just took off so quickly what what do you think it is that you know from just conversations you've had with people and the, the the bookings and stuff that you've had what what do people say it is about you that they enjoy what's the general you know, general feedback. I know it's probably difficult to toot your own horn, oh. but <laughs> um, I actually don't know. I think, I think maybe some of the things maybe I can do is quite athletic, which is not, not say uncommon for for girls, but it's less common. And I think maybe that that maybe stands out for me. I don't know, yeah. but because because you know. do quite a lot, like. If you don't mind me saying, you're in absolute stellar nick. I've seen what you've been doing on the internet and, and like, and the, the work that you've been doing. Because I know that you'd said on Instagram that you you couldn't touch your toes before lockdown, and it sounds like you've really been using this time to to work on your physical self. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, I just kind of I'm one of those people. I've always been like it. I can't sit still. I can't relax. I just have never been relaxed. Always moving. So I just thought this is the only time that I'm going to have a whole day to just focus on myself and better myself for whatever is happening at the other side of lockdown. And I've literally just been working out, eating properly, still enjoying myself as well and relaxing and watching TV and stuff, but just doing all I can whilst being at home to be able to go back to wrestling. Yeah, it's impressive to see, to be honest, because we don't know what well, we didn't know what was going to be on the other end of it, and you didn't know when you would be wrestling again. What how, what did you do to stay motivated to working towards that sort of goal that you don't know how far away in the future it is? Um, I guess I just, I did it like day by day, and I didn't think of like, oh, this is, this is going to be three months, this is going to be four months. I just thought like, okay, give myself little daily, daily tasks, and then end of the day I can relax eat some nice food I just kind of try to break it down and see it day by day rather than as a whole thing because mm. it sounds like more 
as much a mental you know workout as it is a physical one to just keep keep your mind focused on that sort of goal those goals yeah definitely definitely because it gets it was so boring like you know when you're just at home you think I've done this every day now for like four weeks I can't be bothered to do it anymore you do just want to sit and do nothing and there were days where I was like oh I cannot be bothered to even work out today there's no point I'm not going to be doing anything anytime soon Mm. but then you just got to tell yourself no you have to just do it just carry on (laughs) the best do you train with anyone else that keeps you motivated or do you you know do you keep in touch with anyone from wrestling that sort of helps keep you on track or is it is it a, a solo journey um I I mean, I I have, like, my two sisters with me and, like, sometimes we would, like, go for walks and whatever, but mainly I do like to train by myself. I feel like, I don't know, I like to take my time if I need to and I like to, if I'm struggling, I like to struggle by myself. <laughs> you don't really want to see those 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 flaws in yourself if you feel like you've got them. It's like no, I'm nails all the time. Faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, we really have got a wealth of talent in the UK, have you got anyone that's on your dream match list? Because your existing match list is still pretty short, to be honest, isn't it? So there must be loads of people that you like dying to yeah. buy. So yeah, I really like to have a um, singles with Millie. Obviously, I was meant to have one with her um, at Schadenfreude before lockdown happened. So mm. I still really, really want that. Um, obviously, Kanji should be coming back soon from her injury. I'd love yeah. to have a match with her as well. She's really cool. I, I love her look. I, I love her gear and everything. It just makes me feel so happy. Yeah, she's just, just such a cool person it. as well. Good. Yeah, I'd... No, you so met... many people I love to rest. Yeah, I, I was going to say there must be people overseas as well. I mean, what what are your hopes for for the future? Is it something you know? Are you aiming towards your WrestleMania moment? Are you aiming to perform in front of the Japanese crowds? What's what's the goals there? Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to go to Japan. Like that's something that, like, when I first realised I could wrestle, that was the place where I'd be like, okay, this is my either short term or long term goal, depending on how easy it is to do it, mm. which is not very easy. But yeah, I definitely love to go to Japan. I love to travel at, like loads of places, really, as much as I can. What What's the thing about Japan? What What's the What's the driving factor there? I think because of the respect that they have for wrestling, I feel like. It's it is a sport over there. Not to say it's not here, but like they they have so much respect for like competitors and the talent is just like they have so many talented people that I'd love to wrestle and learn from. Yeah, I feel like it's a good like yeah, definitely. Mm. And the the culture and everything like just just to be in a different country as well. Have you got to travel much? Have you wrestled just in the just in Britain at the moment? Yeah, just at the moment, yeah. Oh, excellent. That's a, that's quite exciting though, isn't it? To think that these things, if this has happened in your first year, what are we looking at for the next year? What are we looking at for the next five years? It's it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it is really exciting. You <laughs> just don't know, do you? Literally have no idea. Like someone could literally ask you to be on some show and you're like, what? I never ever saw this coming, which is basically <laughs> how I feel like I've been living this whole time. <laughs> Every time anybody asks you to do something, you're like, what, me? <laughs> yeah, literally, I'm like, me, are you sure? Have you got this confused? <laughs> <laughs> now, you mentioned Shard and Freud are there. You've been doing a bit of stuff outside of the ring with them as well, haven't you? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so obviously I've been doing um safeguarding course and um I help them to, to run the shows, to book the shows, just to make sure that everyone that who, who's involved and everyone who's attending the shows feels 
not to say I may, would make them feel more comfortable, but if they are uncomfortable, maybe talking to males or um, they just want someone that they can feel comfortable talking to, basically. So I will, I will be helping them with uh, a lot of the things behind the scenes and uh, a lot of the safeguarding um, issues that have been going on. Excellent. Because that, that, I mean, w- why does that matter so much to you to make sure? I mean, yeah, it, it's obvious, isn't it? You want people to be safe at wrestling promotions. But, I mean, yeah. there's, there's there's loads of other people that could have stepped into that role. Why, why were you, you know, so sure that that's where you wanted to be? I think because I was directly affected by the whole speaking out situation and because I am a regular member of the roster I I feel like they knew me well enough to trust me to be that person Mm. and I feel like I trust myself enough to be that person and I do think I'm approachable and I do think I'm helpful and I just want everyone to feel safe and happy and comfortable as much as I want to so I feel like it is important to have someone who does care to be to represent that basically yeah it's good that you stepped up to that i think that's really honorable i think it's a really cool thing to do so I'm glad. yeah i think it was cool yeah thank you so what's what's the future looking like for Aaliyah james then what i mean it's hard to say at the moment because we don't know what's coming up and we don't know what you know what shows are going to be able to run and all that kind of thing but but where do you see yourself in the years to come or is it just a case of just taking it show by show match by match I think I'll, as much as I can, wrestle and learn and travel. And I feel like if in five years' time I'm in America or five years' time I'm in Japan or I'm still here, like I'll just be happy to at least be doing it, like to still be wrestling. I Hopefully no injuries, no nothing bad happening, and I can just carry on the way that I've been going because I'm pretty happy with how it's been going so far. Yeah, it sounds like you're on a bit of a a bit of a role even considering we've had lockdown it sounds like you're still you know you're still in demand you're one of those that people are waiting to see and that's why I wanted to get you on the podcast really because I think it's you know we've got uh Drew McIntyre on today's podcast and I wanted to make sure that we share that that platform that and anybody that's coming in to listen to somebody that they've seen on UK shows years ago or they've been watching on telly for the past I don't know he's been in America for like 10 years I wanted to make sure yeah. that people that haven't had a chance to check out your stuff get to come and have a look at it because I think it's it's really important that we you know I know that things have been difficult with British wrestling recently but it's just so important that we remember that there is still a future I think that's what that's what it was for me and that's why I wanted to get you on there yeah, so I think you're going to be a really big part of that thank you I hope so I I, I do want people to still have faith in everything and know that the shows are going to they are going to happen at some point it might not be as quick as everyone would like it to but it is going to happen yeah it's, I can't wait to be honest I've yeah really me too. but it always it, it's always difficult to say that because of course you need to be respectful of the processes and the things that are happening and people's lived yeah. experiences but it you know as a wrestling fan it, it is a little bit like I can't I can't wait for it to just be good and safe and we can just enjoy watching people you know knock each other out and stuff yeah exactly <laughs> I, saw, I saw on the internet there was a bit of a discussion last week i think it was um something that was sparked by lance storm but there was this whole intergender discussion again Have oh yes yeah. <laughs> uh, um yeah i've done quite a bit so i've done obviously the the matches i've had at charlotte freud have been uh, intergender mm. um i've done a few like multi-person matches so like iwl or like um even trainee shows at, at lucha where i've they've had boys and girls mixed in um 
I really don't know what what the issue is. I feel like it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a match, isn't it? It's just two people having a match. It seems strange even mentioning it as being a thing, like intergender as being a separate thing. I know that these things are like, you know, there's some level of complexity to them. Of course there is, but generally it's just one person fighting another person, right? I don't know what needs to be more complicated than that. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. I, I think people, as I feel like it's easy for people to read into it too much, but I feel like that is kind of what happens sometimes. People, um, don't realize that if you're in a if you're in a match with someone, you most probably do feel comfortable being in that situation, and mm. you've agreed to it, and you're happy to do it. And I've I've enjoyed a, a lot of the matches I've had, especially the ones with men. Like I've I've wrestled Mike Bird. I loved that match. Like you you do really enjoy it, and you learn different things. Um, wrestling different people whether they're a girl or a boy yeah that must be the beauty of it that as you as you go along the more matches that you have they they are all you know it's like work experience almost yeah it it is (laughs) yeah definitely yeah good excellent well i know that you've got a show coming up with rev pro i don't know if that's already uh happened by the time i'll go by the time i by the time i'm recording this by the time it goes live but i'll work that out um but good luck with that and um i'm I'm excited to see what happens for you going forward i'm 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 sure it's going to be really exciting things and that's that's what i wanted to get you on so that in in 10 years time i can be like yeah yeah yeah, no no i had her on the podcast really it's a self-serving it's a self-serving effort (laughs) <laughs> no wicked to Love speak that. to you Aaliyah thanks so much for being on the show really appreciate you coming no, thank and spending you. the time thank you so much no worries take care you too bye bye Tuesday night jaw even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks Italian leather jackets and so much more And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wasn't Aaliyah absolutely lovely? I was so glad that she would join me on the show this week. Thanks again, Aaliyah, for taking the time out to chat. Have you had the chance to see Aaliyah in action? Have you seen any of her matches? Would you recommend any on any of the various on-demand networky services? Let me know. I'm really keen for you to get in touch. Again, that number, if you want to drop me a text message, um, is... 07882 <laughs> I'm joking it's 07882 005 
8.03. Shove a plus 4.4 on there if you're international. That will be plus 4.4.7882.005.803. Get in touch. Let me know. What do you know about Aaliyah? Is there anybody else that I should be looking out for? Get in touch. Let me know. But for now the interview that i've been dying to bring you since i had a chat with drew last week drew mcintyre wwe champion he's six foot five 265 pound the first ever british wwe champion chuffs to sit down with him we're going to chat about vince mcmahon in catering we're going to talk about plans for a british pay-per-view uh all that kind of stuff tune in sit down it's just a good 15 20 minute chat i really hope you enjoy it have a little listen see what you think get in touch brilliant drew drew mcintyre welcome to tuesday night jaw how's it going oh, that's gone fabulous thank you for having me no worries thanks for taking the time is this out. the first episode it's the first episode i'm so nervous oh, wow. you're like my first big superstar so welcome wow, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous now <laughs> We'll no both be nervous. Uh, I'm kidding. It'll be good. Good. Talking of nerves, you're defending the championship against Randy Orton on Sunday. Some are saying that it's the biggest match of your career so far. What What are you saying to that? Would you agree with that? Um, I mean, it's certainly a huge match. Uh, I'd say the biggest match of my career so far is Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania in the main event where I won the WWE title, which I'm not sure if this is just audio or audio and video, but I won the WWE title that I'm holding up right now for Amazing. <laughs> those just listening. Uh, but yeah, it's certainly the biggest challenge um, since I won the title and equally as big as the Lesnar match because it's not just like a regular Randy Orton and a regular Randy Orton is one of the best in the world. He's admitted himself when he's not even trying, not giving it his all. Um, he's still one of the best but right now he's on fire he's firing in all cylinders he's motivated like I've never seen him before and he's on another level and it's up to me to keep up with Randy and step up to Randy's level or I just don't deserve to be WWE champion I mean that in every sense including the, the promos the interviews we've been doing you know every time he fires up at me I have to be ready to come back at him and if I don't talk what he says then Again, I don't deserve to be champion, so it's been the biggest challenge on the microphone and in ring-wise, it's going to be a huge challenge also. Okay, because you're pretty big time over there now, which is really nice for us as Brits to see, you know, a Brit abroad doing bits. It's it's lovely. Is there anything that you miss about wrestling on the British scene? Yeah, the fans. Um, I mean, I miss fans in general right now because there's none. But, um, yeah, I mean, but being back home... Um, no, especially outside of WWE during the time um, I was working on the UK independent, trying to build the UK scene. Like the fans were just the absolute best. You would think a crowd of a thousand people or 2000 people sometimes was a crowd of 10,000 people that'd be so loud yeah. from the beginning of the show to the end of the show. And the fact that I was doing it uh, with my family, uh, well, sometimes with my family, but with my friends uh, specifically, that I certainly miss, miss that too. Yeah, I can imagine. Because... Because you're the first international guest that we've had, I told people that I was going to make this show a bit like live and kicking. So, you know, with like questions from the audience and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to hit you off with just some quick fire questions. Is that all right? I'm nervous. Okay, don't don't stress. I'm not going to ask you anything. Remember Big Breakfast? It's a bit random. Remember Big Breakfast? Is that still a thing? No, it's not. But I think it probably should be. 
Yeah, man, I want to present Big Breakfast one day. That's what I'll do when I retire. I'll come back and bring back Big Breakfast. Yeah. They're live and kicking at the, they're live and kicking at the weekend. All right, we're sorry. Anyway, let's do this <laughs> live and kicking questions. <laughs> right. So has there been a moment in your career where you've thought, what the hell is this insane life? And if you have, like, is there anything just off the top of your dome that you remember just thinking, what the hell is this amazing life? Yeah, all the time. I've been doing this for about 20 years and been in America for coming up in 13 years now. So, yeah, I mean, all the time. I remember the first time I went to catering when I just got to America. I was at university in Scotland three weeks prior and Vincent Mann sat in front of me and just started asking me questions and then walked off and I was like, oh, well, that's perfectly normal. You know, like three weeks ago, I was at uni in Glasgow and now I'm in catering and Smackdown and Vincent Mann just sat with me and had a chat. That's normal. And then... uh yeah, I mean, moments in television, I guess, that the fans might have seen, again, involving, you know, Vince, like, coming out and doing the Chosen One speech and announcing me as a future world champion. Took 10 years, but he was right. <laughs> um, you know, that was that was pretty surreal, and wrestling The Undertaker for the first time on SmackDown, he ended my undefeated streak, sitting down afterwards going, man, that was mental. I just wrestled The Undertaker, and he's the one that ended my undefeated streak, and... Like coming back home the first night in uh, ICW and seeing Championship Wrestling, when I returned and hear the reaction of the crowd, like that was surreal. I remember I couldn't calm down for about eight hours afterwards. My adrenaline was just through the roof and the response was so crazy to it. God, I keep going forever here. You want me to just talk forever? Run and run no. Rumble first, Brett, Brett to win the Rumble first, Brett to win the title. Seeing the response from my family, friends, and social media like melted my brain. And not just from people back home, around the world, how overwhelmingly positive. It's been, you know, since the Rumble especially and yeah. the things that I've been achieving because everyone's got to witness kind of my journey and watch me grow up and finally start succeeding that, you know, it's cool to do it for back home, but it's also cool that so many other countries have kind of embraced me as they can relate to my journey. Yeah, because I always think that, like, if, if like, little Drew, 10-year-old Drew, 12-year-old Drew could see you and see what you achieve, what would be the moment that little would just completely blow his head off? Or is it simple things like sitting down at catering being, and then chatting to Vince? Yeah, I mean, being signed to WWE would blow his brain, <laughs> like blow his mind. Like uh, I was, I don't know, I was pretty confident about things happening back then. I was actually just uh, telling a story there and uh, on another podcast about being ten, eleven, and just how much I was focused on the wrestling. It was like we into anything else. I was, I was getting into like conspiracies and the paranormal. And I, I've told this story a million times. You might have heard it. Where I sent to the FBI when I was like ten years old and got a bunch of documents under the Freedom of Information Act. And round about that time, I realized that conspiracy theories are real with a smokeless fire. But if you pursue it too much, you're going to find something and they'll make you disappear. So maybe focus on the wrestling a little more. <laughs> so it was about that time I really started giving my full attention to the wrestling. Um, but yeah, just that, everything that's happened would blow my brain. I would have been happy just being the water boy for WWE at that age. And the fact that I've been able to do everything I've done is just mental. Amazing. What what do you fear more, an RKO out of nowhere or an F five? Um, I mean, I kicked out the F five and won, so I guess the RKO out of nowhere right now. Yeah, I guess that's what you need to focus on. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need to get Randy's number. I had Brock's number that night. <laughs> Is there any SummerSlam matches that you'd rate as being the best to look forward to, aside from your own? I'll just say everything on SummerSlam is going to be awesome. Um, it's like you know our biggest show since WrestleMania. We're going to be putting on a stellar uh, show from top to bottom. I got the feeling it's going to involve something unique. I'm not saying anything officially or speaking out of turn, but 
I reckon there's going to be a unique vibe about SummerSlam that's going to be pretty cool for everybody. And most importantly, everyone's been tweeting me and going on about me versus Randy for a couple of months now. Mm -hmm. So Randy's been on this roll of his life. It's happening. We've been dropping some serious truth bombs at each other because everything we're doing is based in truth and there's a lot of truth to it. And if it feels real, it's because it is real. And if it feels real when we're wrestling each other, when we're hitting each other, it's because it is real. So just for Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, it's worth tuning in uh, to SummerSlam. Seth and Dominic, that, that's a match that's official right now. That's going to be interesting. I'm excited to see how Dominic does in his first match. He's been showing a lot of fire recently and he's a Sun Ray Mysterio, so it's going to be awesome. And he's with Seth, so it's really going to be awesome. Excellent. Is there something that you miss the most about Scotland? Homebrew. <laughs> Do you need us to send you a care package? <laughs> yeah, but please make sure it's the original, original flavour. This uh, new uh, change the recipe. Yeah, this new recipe, and like it doesn't travel well. Like the the original recipe when it came to America, there's a store that sells it, like a shop down here that I can get it from, but it didn't travel too well. So the new recipe really doesn't travel well. So I need an original one. And you over, over, overnight, yes, and then just like, give it to somebody when, we're, when the country opens back up. Actually, screw that. When everything opens back up, I'll be on the first flight back to the UK. Open bus tour, top of Scotland to the bottom of England with my title. And then obviously family and friends is what I miss the most. But yeah. I will have a lot of Iron Brew and family and friends on that bus with me. I was going to say, what, what's better, Scottish wilderness or Florida beaches? Uh, it's easy to say Scottish wilderness because I live here and I've lived here for like over 10 years and I do miss home and I love being home but when I was a kid I used to always dream about like we go to holiday to like Spain and Greece for two weeks I used to dream of living in the sunshine so it's kind of cool but in Florida it's not just sunshine all the time there are like violent rainstorms every night even though it's still hot and you can wear shorts and t-shirt and it's the lightning capital of the world and there's hurricanes and there's tropical storms so you know Take the good with the bad. Good, excellent. And have you got a favourite match, a favourite SummerSlam match that hasn't involved you? Is the one Bret that sticks Hart. out in your mind? Versus British Bulldog. Bret Hart Bulldog SummerSlam night. Same. That's my favourite match of all time, I think. Yeah. Excellent. Michael's in uh, Triple H as well. 2002, I think it was, SummerSlam. And Shawn Michaels returned this first match against Triple H. Um, and the no holds barred match, I believe it was. And like Sean had the back injury and they were doing the backstory when Hunter was going after his back. And I remember again, like Randy and I kind of based in truth, you want to believe what you're watching on the screen, no matter how much of an educated fan you may be. Um, and during that, as he went after his back, even I was like, oh my God, I started training by that point. He's going after his back, the injured back, stop doing that. You're going to hurt him. You're going to put him back out. And I remember being so involved in that. And for Bulldog and Brett, obvious reasons, I mean, I was seven, but... It was in the UK. It's, we deserve a pay-per-view. We're going to get a pay-per-view of that level coming up. I'm going to make sure it happens. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was just unbelievable. Good. Excellent. So what are you doing to prepare? Just a final question. What are you doing to prepare against Auden? Are you having to study him a little bit? Because I know you haven't had that many matches together, have you? No, no. We've only had a couple and they were mostly multi-man matches, I believe. I can't even think of the last singles match we had. We had one in 2010, 2011, where he pretty much creamed me. I remember that. I'm sure he doesn't remember that, but I remember it. And we've had a couple of uh, multi-man matches. I won a triple threat with himself and AJ Styles. I believe I pinned AJ. Uh, but he felt the Claymore in that match, so he knows what's coming for him. So, yep, I've been studying Randy matches as smooth as silk in that ring. 
but I'm as rugged and violent as they come. And I've been doing this a very long time. So I think he's going to get a horrible surprise when I start laying into him. He's felt my chops before. I think that rocked his world. So I'm bringing a whole lot more than chops to the WWE title match. Good. Excellent. That's, that's, that's it. I won't keep you any longer. I know that you've got to go and prepare for this out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, I'll be ready. Thank you for having me on. It's the very first No guest, worries. You take care now. Very exciting. All right, and don't forget everybody, I will present Big Breakfast one day. It's going to come back, and Drew McIntyre will present Big Breakfast. Oh, man, he used to start so early, though. Oh, man. I was going to say, yeah, you'll we'll have to get on. Breakfast. That's what I'll present one day. <laughs> 1 p.m. breakfast. Afternoon brunch. <laughs> Afternoon brunch for Drew McIntyre. <laughs> don't forget me, I'll come and co-host. There we go. We're sorted. Plan. I'll retire in about 10 years, so see you in 10 years. <laughs> I'll be there. Take thank care you. now. Bye, good luck. Bye, thank you. Tuesday night, Joel. How cool was that? It was so wicked to get a sit down with Drew McIntyre ahead of SummerSlam on Sunday, as well as his WWE Championship match. That card also sees the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. That's a Raw Tag Team Championship match. Dominic Mysterio has got a bone to pick with Seth Rollins. I've got my eye on that one lol apollo cruz is taking on mvp for the united states title the monster braun Strowman is taking on the feed feed the feed bray wyatt <laughs> feed me more he's taking on the fiend bray wyatt in a universal championship match Asuka is pulling double duty she's going to try and take the raw women's championship from sasha banks as well as the smackdown women's championship from bailey so it'll be cool to see what she comes out with i'm hoping for a double win for her she's got such a illustrious history really with the wwe it'd be cool to see her take those two titles um and we've also got a hair versus hair match mandy Rose is putting her luscious locks against Sonia Deville's top do. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Tuesday night draw. In other wrestling news, tonight Impact Wrestling has the first of their two nights of emergence. That card's looking pretty good. The Motor City Machine Guns take on the North for the World Tag Team Championship. The Good Brothers take on Ace Austin and Madman Fulton, and Eddie Edwards defends the Impact World Championship. Chris Bay takes on TJP and Rohit Raju for the X Division Championship. Moose takes on Trey Miguel for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. And then next week, we've got Diana Parazzo versus Jordan Grace in a first ever 30 minute knockouts Ironman match for the Knockouts Championship. Worth checking into Tuesday Night Jaw next week. That's all I'm saying on that. On Saturday, we'll see the AEW Women's Tag Team Cup Finals in which the Nightmare Sisters, Ali and Brandy Rhodes, and presumably her action figures, will be taking on Eva Lise and Diamante. I'm really looking forward to seeing that. I think the Nightmare Sisters snatched that win. Um, so I, I don't know what, what's going to happen there. What I do know is that it's worth watching. Shaw Guerrero is doing an amazing job of announcing and Vader Scott is calling all of the action there. So worth checking that out. It's not going to be on their YouTube channel this time. It's going to be on AEW Dynamite. So that will be brilliant. The girls on a big stage. 
And that's all I've got for you for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. I know we've got some little things that we need to iron out with making this perfect, but I'm not striving for perfection, really. I just want you to enjoy yourself and I want to enjoy myself and I want us to enjoy wrestling together. So thanks again for joining me for today's episode. More cool shit to come next week. Join me. I've got a feeling that next week's episode is going to have to come out a little bit early because we've got a guest who hasn't got time to put up with my bullshit on Tuesday. So keep in touch on Twitter. That episode is going to be coming a little bit early. I'll let you know just when. But if you subscribed, you'll get an update anyway, I'm sure. I'll see you then. Have a great week. See you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to Quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.